0: When you're Almost Famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour here on Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent local bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, and tonight we will being joined on the Tiny Stage by Chuck McDermott. Good evening and welcome back. Hey, thank you, John. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. How's everything been going? Um,
1: you know, aside from the obvious, um, things have been fine. A- a- as I mentioned, if if in our household, if we suffer from anything, it's survivor's guilt because we're healthy, my wife and I are healthy, our kids are healthy, and, and uh, we have a, we, you know, we live in this part of Massachusetts, and Massachusetts being a state that is not suffering the worst consequences of the pandemic and whatnot. So that's good. We all miss playing live, you know, but we're trying to make up for it. I know in our household, with writing new music, recording new music, making some music videos and things like that. So we're staying busy. And you've got a new album coming out very shortly. I do, which I'm very excited about. The quick tale on that is, it has been produced by uh, Marco Giovino. Marco is a drummer extraordinaire, and he did all the drumming on my last record. He was Buddy Miller's right-hand guy for a long time, and with Robert Plant and the Band of Joy, and Roseanne Cash, Rodney Crowell, Emily Harris, Nora Jones, I mean he's got quite the the pedigree and he's also a fabulous guy, but a great drummer, and um he took the helm on this one, and uh we've we've roped in some of Boston's finest, which we can talk about as we go through this but uh it's it's been a lot of fun it's a little swampier, it's a little more Memphis, Muscle Shoals, New Orleans. Uh, than some of the stuff I've done before, but that's really close to my
0: heart, so I'm excited about it. Now you were here not that long mm-hmm. ago with Susan Catano, but the last time you were here solo was to promote Gin and Rosewater, which I think yes. was what 2017. How do you think your sound has evolved since the last record?
1: I I think that I think of Gin and Rosewater, that 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 CD, which was a, a 14 song compilation. And I, the first record I had made in 34 years. <laughs> um, I think of that as kind of a singer-songwriter sampler almost. It sh- there there was a lot of diversity in style on it because I had a big catalog of material that to tap into. And I, I'm very proud of that record, and Lauren Entress produced it and did a great job. Um, this one is a little more focused around stylistically. There's some variation, of course, but... It's a little sassier, a, a little swampier, at moments a little angrier. There's some political overtones in it. It's hard to miss that in these days for a guy like me. And uh, we we recruited some people to support that. We've got Luther Dickinson from the North Mississippi All-Stars on it with us. And uh, the Gospel Singing Greats, the Macquarie Sisters, joined me on it for some gospel-tinged stuff that... Um, was just a blast to do. So, you know, it, it's not a departure so much as an evolution from what I've been doing before. Let's hear some music. What are we starting off the night with? Okay, so I'll start out with the title song, which is called 38 Degrees and Raining. And a quick background on the song itself. It it started out as as a way to me complain about my least favorite weather here in New England, which is cold rain. <laughs> it, it, I've always been, you know, give me 28 degrees and snowing rather than 38 degrees and raining, right? And the hit parade needed more songs about the weather, God knows. So I started off on that. But uh, in the course of writing it, the song itself kind of took a detour where the 38 degrees and raining became more of a metaphor for our dark and stormy
0: times, if you will. Let's hear it. So. Chuck at 95.9 WATD.
1: Thirty eight degrees and raining, and I cannot deny that it wearies my soul. It wearies my soul. Thirty eight
2: degrees and raining, and my heart has turned blue. Thirty-eight degrees and rain and I worry about you. I can hear you cry, 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 I can hear you cry. I don't mind the driving snow, a hot summer day over
1: Ohio. Lightning strikes on the banks of the Pontchartrain train. Something about the cold, cold
2: rain Turns my strong in a week again Leaves me strapped like a ball to a chain alone 38 degrees in rain and you can smell how it feels All good liars borrow but the great ones steal See the great one wrong While we watch him roll but there's a line that's plain to me between liberty and a felony every man's gotta walk that line alone where's the power of honesty when it's been robbed of its dignity Call the children have him come back home you only hear
0: And we have Chuck McDermott on the tiny stage here on 95.9 WATD. Fantastic. Thank you. So, you have quite the storied musical past, and I know you touched upon that the last time that you were here, but could you share that again with us?
1: Yeah, so. I started playing guitar when I was nine, (laughs) and you know, fell into folk music, uh, which was prevalent at the time, and it was the kind of songs I could play. Been played in high school bands all through high school and whatnot, and uh, but in my college years, which were brief, I got quite serious about it, and I, I left school after my sophomore year of college and came to Boston and started a band. At first we we played a little bit of everything the popular music of the day but I got really into country music. So this band which was called Chuck McDermott and Wheatstraw uh were resided here in the Boston area through all the 1970s and uh we gained some popularity and we made some records and the the critics were good to us and fans were good to us and uh that really got me going and and uh towards the end of that decade, I moved to California to try to reach for the brass ring out there <laughs> and, um, was there for four or five years and had great experiences, worked with John Stewart and some people we've talked about. And, um, and then marriage and children and, and those responsibilities took me in some other directions, but I, I, I never stopped writing, never stopped performing some anyway. And, uh, about three or four years ago, I, I, I laid down the spurs for my day job and started focusing on music, again,
0: quite seriously, and that led to Gin and Rosewater and where we are today. That's amazing. So speaking of today, 2020, we're in the middle of a, a massive pandemic that has devastated the music community, among other industries. What can people do right now to support local music in their community?
1: First of all, that's the right question to ask. Um, You'll see a lot of artists doing live streams, for instance. So music lovers can tune into those. Through those, you can always contribute to the performer, and usually and equally importantly, to the venues themselves. It's really staggering for the live entertainment industry when it just, it went absolutely dark about the m- middle of March. And so for many of the working musicians that I know and love and work with, and it goes all the way up to, you know, the, the, the better known and famous acts, their, their touring income, their live performance income has gone to zero. And, you know, especially for the folks in our community, that's a that's a very serious serious blow so tuning into those time those live streams and things like that is helpful also many artists have tried to alert their fans and, and friends to a platform called patreon and there are some others like it where you can almost in a, in a Renaissance era way support artists of your choice you can make sign enough to make monthly contributions, they can be as little as a couple bucks a month. But if you multiply that by, you know, three digits or four digits, it, it can keep musicians al- alive. And a lot of the venues are doing things to try to keep their supporters engaged and aware, doing, you know, uh, concerts, either from the performers home or concerts from the empty performance facility itself. John, as you know, I've been involved with the Wang Theater, Joe Spaulding and the Box Center and their initiative around creating a Folk Americana Roots Music Hall of Fame there. And we were off to a great start with it, which, of course, slammed to a a, a halt in the middle of March. But, But even they are doing a really beautiful series called the Ghost Light Series, where they're bringing performers into that beautiful, beautiful national historic landmark site of the Wang Theater and having them perform into the empty room before cameras, but absolutely no um, uh, electric support, no amplifiers, no sound system, no nothing, just some well-placed mics and the ambiance and acoustics of the room. And, uh and that, too, they opened that up for donation and things like that. But I can't stress how important it is to do that. The other thing people could do if they really wanted to is write their, their senators and congresspeople in support of the Save Our Stages Act, which is a, a bill that would direct uh, federal emergency funding to artists in the venues to help them get through this crisis.
0: Now, I understand, too, that you're very involved in the Save Our Stages Act. Talk about how the ball started rolling on that and where it is today. I I got drafted
1: into the Biden um, Advisory Committee on the Arts. So the, the Biden campaign has created advisory committees on any number of different areas of the U.S. economy. One of them is the arts. It's chaired by Alfred Wittard and George Stevens, Jr., who ran the Kennedy Center for many years, and uh, uh, a woman named Megan Byer, who's a great activist and whose husband is a congressman from Virginia, and several others. And there's about 100 or so people on that, musicians, venues operators, uh, performing arts center operators, uh, state and local Um, arts organizations and whatnot, and they've drafted a set of recommendations back into the Biden campaign and uh, hopefully the Biden transition team for both immediate crisis-type actions that the government could and should take, but also more long-lasting things to embed the performing arts into the, the culture of the country through the activities of our governments at every level. And, you know, modeling in some ways after things that Roosevelt did during the Great Depression and things like that to employ artists of all kinds, not just musicians, but visual artists and actors and, and playwrights and dancers and others. So it's been a very inspiring thing to be involved in. Um, you know, the events are moving very, very quickly now as we as we careen towards Election Day. Um, so, uh, but we're on the phone once a week and the times in between and encouraging all of our networks to get engaged, to, uh, to help out on get out the vote operations in the various states. And, um, you can go to, Bi- uh, uh, bidenharris.com and learn a lot about it. You can also, go to, if, if this is who you plan to vote for, uh, Biden Arts 2020 on Facebook, um, you can get a lot of information and ways to participate. Give that website again if you would. Okay, so the BidenHarris.com is the official website for the Biden Harris campaign, and that has a lot of ways to get in, involved. And then Facebook and I believe Instagram too, it's uh, Arts for Biden 2020.
0: Excellent. Let's do some more music. What are we listening to next?
1: Okay, so let's say, you know, you prompted me to go back to my country music days. <laughs> so. I am a big Tammy Wynette fan, and I've, I've, I really love a lot of the female singers in country music. And um, this is a song Wiestra used to do that I, I had long forgotten about until recently. It was written for her by Billy Sherrill, and um, it, it's just too good not to play every now and again. So John, I'm going to play it for you. Okay? Let's hear it. <laughs> 95.9 W-A-T-D.
2: I need time To get you off my mind And I may sometimes bother you
1: Try to be in touch with you Even ask too much of you From time
2: to time
1: But till then Lord, you know
2: I'll need a friend Till I get used to losing you Let me keep on using you
1: Till I can make it on my own I'll get by
2: But no matter how I
1: Chances are the tears will fall And I'll have no pride at all From time to time
2: But they say There'll be a brighter day But till then I'll lean on you
1: That's all I mean to do Till I can make it on my own. Surely someday I'll look
2: up to see the morning sun without another lonely night behind me. Then I'll know I'm over you and all the crying's done,
1: and no more hurting
2: memories. But till then, Lord, you know I'm going to need a friend
0: till I
2: get used to losing you. Let me keep on using you
1: till I can make it on my own, till I can make it on my own.
0: Chuck McDermott on the tiny stage on 95.9 WATD. Very nice job on that. Thank you. We are up against our first break of this hour, but we have a lot more to chat about and more songs to share, too, right here on 95.9 WATD, so stick around.
2: Wherever you go, we're there. Listen online at 95.9 WATD.com. We're the South Shore's radio station, 95.9 W.A.T.D.
0: Welcome back to the Tiny Stage Hour of Almost Famous 95.9 W.A.T.D. I'm John Shea, and tonight we're on the Tiny Stage with Chuck McDermott. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great. You know, I'm feeling almost famous. <laughs> you are? Yeah. I think you're more than almost famous <laughs> at this point. <laughs> and this is no Tiny Stage, folks. This is a beautiful uh, room here in the studio. I, I could stretch my arms out and...
0: Yeah, it's a little bit different than the uh, than the original tiny stage. Yeah, that's right. We can fill full bands in this tiny stage. Right. Before we get too much further, give another introduction as to who you are. Okay, so I'm a singer songwriter
1: that uh, I, I started my professional music career in the in early '70s here in Boston. Uh, I had a band called Wheat Straw that played throughout New England and really from Montreal to New Orleans all through that time. And then I moved to California in 1980 and worked with. I had my own band, and I worked with a fellow named John Stewart, who was a great American songwriter, and uh, then took a detour into other things, environmental politics and energy politics, and, uh, and, and then even the finance side around sustainable technologies, and uh, raised a family, and uh, uh, hung those spurs up a while ago, and am now back to playing music full-time.
0: That's incredible. Sounding great, and this new album that's just about to drop.
1: Yeah, so I got a new one coming out called "38 Degrees and Raining," which I'm excited about. And um, uh, you know, we have we have an embarrassment of riches of great, I mean, world-class musicians here in Boston that are parts of lo- what what we'll call the roots music scene here. And so, you know, I, I've been blessed to be joined on this by Marco Giovino, is producing and playing drums, and Duke Levine on guitar. Chris Rival on guitar, Tony Savarino on guitar, a little bit of me on guitar, Richard Gates on baits, Marty Ballou on bass, uh Peter Hoffman on guitar, some singers, Kelly Knapp who sings with me in, in my band and uh uh and then some some outsiders too, from, from some out of towners. But uh so it's been a blast and I'm I'm eager to get it out and uh shows a, a little bit different side of me from my earlier work. And uh, so it'll be fun to share it.
0: And share your website and any social media links too, if you would.
1: Okay, good. Thank you. So my website is my name, chuckmcdermott.com. And uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, under Chuck McDermott or uh, Chuck McDermott Music. Um, Two different pages there. I've got an Instagram account and a Twitter account, both just under my own name.
0: And, Chuck, earlier in the night you were talking to us about how you're involved in the Save Our Stages Act. Talk to us again about that, if you would.
1: Yes, yeah, so Save Our Stages is a piece of legislation that um, is sitting in Congress right now. It will. It's doubtful, given the calendar, that it will be passed this year. It will be reintroduced immediately next year. And it's it's a piece of legislation that directs funding to individual artists and uh, arts organizations and performance venues to help them through this crisis. And it is a crisis for those who make their living um, through live performance. Uh, so it, it's helpful if listeners would, would take a minute to email or text or write their senators and congresspeople and encourage their support of it. The mass delegation is, is pretty good on this. Um, but it, it certainly doesn't help to continue to pile on and emphasize how important
0: this is. And there's a few websites, too, that people can go to learn more information.
1: There is. Well, there is for uh, around the election itself. There's BidenHarris.com. And you can find many ways to volunteer to help get out the vote and things like that. And then there's Arts for Biden 2020 on, on Facebook. Um, that has a lot of tools that you can use to become engaged
0: and express support. We have Chuck McDermott in studio tonight. Let's do another song. What's next on your list?
1: Okay, so I'll, I'll do another one from the new album that is uh, a little a, a little jazzier, let's say, than the one I, I started out the beginning of the hour with. But uh, it's uh, called Dreamer's Lullaby there's a light so much brighter than the morning light I see it fills the night birds and mountains
2: and the drinks the drunk can see what melts the sand clutched in my hand and see. The devil's eye, oh, 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 oh baby, you're the dreamer's lullaby. Just suppose nothing mattered and the world was ours to find. Just suppose. I came from nowhere in the past Was left behind Oh, say that dawn should break And we'd awake To see each other's eyes wait I can write I can stare into the night I can wrap this soul up tight for you Just suppose I was everything your heart had ever dreamed I suppose I really figured in your plans your little schemes Oh say that dawn was right and late tonight we kiss these blues goodbye
0: Chuck McDermott in studio on the tiny stage, ninety-five-nine WATD. Talk about how you wrote that song.
1: Actually, I wrote it a number of years ago. I, I was kind of going through a blue period. I had strong feelings for somebody I was never going to really end up with, and uh, so the song came. But 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 back then, I wrote it using what I call cowboy chords. Over. And by working with great players here in town, like Kevin Berry and some others, I learned how to substitute.
0: So that gave it a whole different feel to it. Now, when you're composing, do you typically start with words or melody?
1: You know, I, I, it, it varies. It, it, it's whatever kind of comes first. So some songs come, it's, it's magic, really, John, but some kind of come to you almost fully formed. But I do two things. I've learned over the years to do two things, and I do it all on my phone now. But if I hear a line or a phrase or there's something, a, a topic that occurs to me, I put it in my phone, on a list in my phone. Similarly, just goofing around on the guitar. You know, something might start to happen that's kind of turning into, you go, hey, that could be a song. So I whip out the phone and on the voice recorder, I record it. Or sometimes I make a little video. My phone on video on the music stand, and you know, make sure I can remember <laughs> what I was doing with my left hand and stuff. So then if I don't have any other ideas cooking at the time, sometimes I just... I refer to both those things. I'll go look at this song, i musical song ideas, and see which ones are still speaking to me. And then, I'll kind of go through the list of lyric ideas and see if there's a match. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it
0: happens. So, as somebody who's been at the musical game for decades, how do you continue to keep your ideas fresh?
1: Again, that's a really good. That's that's a key question. So, I, I know for me it's a matter of well let me try this Tom Waits had a great quote that I'm going to butcher here but he said if you want the songbird to come to you you've got to make a nest that it wants to land in so for me that's like reading good literature and I probably read too much nonfiction, fiction but, but you know fiction is, is is helpful listening to music being open to styles that aren't necessarily in, in your own wheelhouse and just appreciating them and not that you have to master them all but uh, and then the other thing is for writing, for me, I just have to set aside I really have to have four or five hours to alone to myself just to feel unself-conscious and to kind of get lost in it and um, it, it, when I do that, and, and life affords me more opportunity to do that these days than at some other points. Um, songs will come. They might not all be keepers, but songs will
0: come. When you hit that musical roadblock, how do you get around it? Well, I, 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 I turn to those tools, number one. And the other
1: thing is, is I try not to get down on myself about it. You know, that the, all writers talk about, God, I'll never write another song again. Another thing you can do is start to learn great songs. If you want to write good songs, learn some really great songs. I'll, I'll play you one I just learned if you want. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> but uh, no less than Mr. Hoagy Carmichael. All right. you <laughs> cranked out some good tunes. <laughs> Let's hear it. Georgia, Georgia
2: All day just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia On my mind Georgia Georgia So song of you Comes sweet and clear Like moonlight Other arms reach out to me, other eyes they smile tenderly. Still in peaceful dreams, I see the road leads back to. Still in peaceful dreams, I see the road leads back to you, Georgia, Georgia. Oh, sweet song keeps no joke on my mind.
0: Chuck McDermott on 95.9 WATD. I have to say, you really can't go wrong when you cover Brother Ray.
1: I know, you can't top
0: him either. <laughs> That is some great advice that I never even considered, and that is that if you want to write great songs, you need to learn great songs.
1: Yeah, it works for me, and it you know expands your palate, and um, it, and it, you the best way to study a song is to learn it. If you know if you're a player, and um, one of the one of the things that comes through in a lot of these things is simplicity. Some of the greatest songs are so simple. I mean. Hey Jude,
0: is pretty damn yeah, simple. Yeah, three chords and the truth. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Who are you listening to locally that's influencing you right now?
1: Um, uh, locally, um, I really like Marco Um I like uh, Lyle Brewer, I think, is an incredible player. He's amazing. Yeah, an incredible player. I'm a Dennis Brennan fan. I love Susan Catanio's work. I, I've had the opportunity... To work with with artists like Kim Moberg and Monica Rizzo, and you know some really good, talented female singer-songwriters, and there's a lot of great music right here under
0: our our noses. And I understand too that music runs in your family.
1: Yeah, so uh, so I, all of my my kids are are musical. One of them has chosen it as a profession, no doubt for sins in a prior lifetime. But my son Patrick. Uh, lives and works in Los Angeles, and he he actually manages two record labels and uh, is involved with a, a video production company. But he's an artist himself, and he's put out several records of acoustic guitar music, kind of in the, called it the John Fahey tradition. His, his most recent one is just being released uh, shortly on Jack White's Third Man Records, and uh, he got a, a wonderful review in today's Los Angeles Times, and he's actually here visiting,
0: so... It's a it's a happy day in McDermott country. Awesome. That's fantastic. I'll, I'll definitely check him out and get me some of his music because I'll, yeah. I'll definitely play it. He puts it out under the name The North Americans. Excellent. And remind us again of your website and social media information. Good. Thank you. So my website is chuckmcdermott.com
1: and uh, Facebook, Chuck McDermott or Chuck McDermott Music, either of those. And Instagram and Twitter, it's at Chuck McDermott.
0: So you've put out A few albums along the way. You've collaborated with countless amazing musicians. If you could give this generation's up-and-coming musicians some advice, or one piece of advice, what would it be?
1: Well, uh, you know, for for those who are on their way up, my advice would be hang in there. I mean, it's a very, very different time from when I was kind of trying to learn the craft and, and and build a career, because the A lot of it has to do with innovation and technology, which has great things about it. But the advent of digital technology and then eventually streaming of digital music has taken pretty much all the revenue out of your recorded music. So that makes it hard for artists. Yes, you can get your music up on the Internet, but you join this tsunami of music and musicians out there. It can be very hard to differentiate yourself. And so then touring, if you could get to the point where you could sell one, two, three hundred seats in a venue and really tour, you could build an audience. And now with the pandemic, that option has shut down at least temporarily. So it's hang in there, do what you got to do to get through it. That's number one. Number two, my thing is, don't chase a trend. Play the kind of music that speaks to you. And if if you if you become expressive through that, you're going to find an audience. The audience will come to you. But, you know, I fell in love with country music. All my friends thought I was crazy. And then about two or three, four years into it, this is back in the 70s, all of a sudden, country music, you know, Waylon and Willie and Jerry Jeff Walker and, and Guy Clark and all these guys, they became the cool, hip thing. And bands like my band and John Lincoln Wright and Sour Mash Boys and Alan Estes, we rode this whole wave because we were already there. You know, we weren't trying to learn it to catch up. And I've seen that in in, in my business life and in other things. You know, if you if you're choosing to make a career out
0: of the arts, do what you love. So what do you think the future of independent music looks like once we're back into what's being called the new normal? What do you think that live music in the future will be like?
1: You know, I think if there's anything positive that's going to come out of this this hiatus that we're in right now is, I think it's creating a real, a real pent-up demand amongst amongst music lovers and certainly musicians to get out and play and do live music. So I think that that will only be able to really express itself once people feel it's safe. But unfortunately, I think we're going to lose a lot of venues along the way. And those pieces of real estate property will come back as something. They might not all immediately come back as music venues. You know, they can be yoga studios and nail salons or who knows what else. And more power to all that. But um So I think it's going to there's going to be a recovery period that's going to be different uh, or difficult for a lot of a lot of us in this industry. But I think in the case of music, I think it is so fundamental to the human spirit. There's not a culture in the world that hasn't developed its own music and turns to it and celebrates it. And I think a lot of great music is coming out of even the difficulties that we're going through now and. I think as things begin to improve, which eventually they must, we'll, we'll feel that through it too. But uh, I think we just have to hang on.
0: We are being joined tonight here on the Tiny Stage on Almost Famous 95.9 WATD by Chuck McDermott. And we have time for two more songs before we wrap things up tonight. One before the break and then one after the break. So what are we listening to next?
1: Okay, so this is, this is my most recent song, and this speaks to exactly what you were asking, John, and I don't know the, I didn't know you were so clairvoyant as to <laughs> match your questions with my unnamed set list. But yeah, but this is a song. I wrote this in April, and this is one this just kind of came. I was just playing on the guitar, and these were themes I was really thinking about, as you'll, you'll perhaps hear, but um, It's called Here's the Thing About America.
0: All right. Chuck McDermott, 95.9 WATD. Here's the thing about
1: America. She's as dirty as she's clean.
2: She's as gentle as she's mean everything between sheer hell and fantasy she'll take the
1: best of you send it off to war no telling what it's for leave your lover at the door in the vestibule the working man can't understand why his world don't feel
2: free mm-hmm.
1: Here's the thing about America If you wield the heavy tool If you play by all the rules, in the end you feel a fool When she leaves none for you She'll say quality as if she means every word as if all those cries were heard as if color lines were blurred just don't sit next to me the working man can't understand why
2: his world don't feel one shred of d
1: We won't know it unless we try to finally prove it Here's the thing about America It's only ours if we claim it If we must, then let's reshape it Lest the young rightfully blame it on our apathy
2: The working man can understand His world, all feel free. Won't you take this walk
1: with me? Here's the thing about America.
0: Chuck McDermott, 95.9 W.A.T.D., amazing. Nice job. Thank you. We have to take our final break of the night, we have time for one more song. We'll do that right after this on 95.9 W.A.T.D.
2: We're your radio station, the South Shore's 95.9 W.A.T.D.
0: Welcome back to the tiny stage here on Almost Famous 95.9 W.A.T.D. For the final time this evening, I'm John Shea, being joined by Chuck McDermott. How you doing? I'm doing great, John. For the final time tonight, introduce yourself.
1: Okay, I, I'm a washed-up singer-songwriter who's lived on the South Shore for a long time. <laughs> I wouldn't say uh, that. No, no, I, I, I'm a singer-songwriter. I've been doing this since the 1970s, and uh, it's, it's the love of my life. But I want to I wanna say something about what John Shea does by shining a light on local musicians and giving them a platform and exposing them to his audience, it's a great thing, John,
0: and and we all love you for it. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. And you have a new album coming out.
1: I do. I got a new album that'll be coming out, let's call it by early November, called Thirty Eight Degrees and Raining. And um we're gonna play one of the cuts from it. And and this as the core band is Marco Giovino on drums, who's look him up, he's one of the greats. Boston's own Duke Levine on guitar. Chris Rival, a fantastically creative guitar player on this track. It's Richard Gates on bass. And then guest artist Luther Dickinson for the North Mississippi All Stars, one of the great roots jam slide guitar musicians in the country and a really wonderful guy. And uh, uh, background vocals by the legendary McCrary Sisters, who are renowned, a renowned gospel either trio or quartet depends on how many of them show up Regina McQuarrie tur- toured and recorded with Bob Dylan for years and years and they're the real deal so they helped me out on this one awesome before we play that share
0: your website and social media links again
1: okay thank you so my website is com. my uh, Facebook is Chuck McDermott or Chuck McDermott Music uh, there's, e- there's also a, a Wheat Straw page on Facebook if you want to check that out and uh Instagram and Twitter are at Chuck
0: McDermott. And remind people again about the website link for Save Our Stages because that's that's crucial at this point too.
1: Yeah. So for Save Our Stages, I'd suggest you you just Google Save Our Stages, and it'll it'll bring up a description of the legislation, and then it, which is intended to address the crisis that has hit the uh, performing arts, the artists themselves, and the venues and um, ways that you can engage with um,
0: legislators in Washington in support of the bill. Fantastic. Chuck, thank you so much for coming to WATD tonight. Get home safely. We'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. And give us the name of the song one more time. This is called You Always Do That To Me Sometimes. 95.9 WATD.